hello, hello, hello. Duke Rainbow, I see you in the audience. Hello, <laughs> hello. Hey, hey, hey. Let us How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you, bro? Very good. Very good indeed. <laughs> How is the weather uh, back in London? Oh, man, don't get me started. It's in, uh, it's in my intro. I am freezing. Freezing. <laughs> absolutely freezing. <laughs> okay, okay. You know what? Let's just play some tunes while we wait for more people to come in. Let's do it. Let's do it. While we're playing the music, I'm going to invite you, Bold Bold. I see you. I've added you. You should be coming up so very soon. All right, all right, all right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good afternoon, Europe. Good morning, America. Welcome to Asia Web3 Motherfuckers, where we unpack everything NFTs, hot projects of the moment, what it means to be an MFR this year, and where to smoke the best hopium in Web3, which at the moment, let me tell you, is in Wolf Game. We do this show Tuesdays and Thursdays, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time or 9.30 p.m. Malaysia Time. We are part of the Rug Radio family as official content provider and shout out to our Rug Radio fam. The Rug Radio project for all of you guys, the PFP is dropping February 6th in collaboration with Corey Van Lu. I'm sure you've heard about it. If you don't, check him out. Check out Corey Van Lu. He is awesome. Blue will be taken over Twitter in 2023. If you like what you hear, give us a follow, like our tweets, retweet our tweets, or even get in touch with us directly via direct messaging. We love, we love to hear from you. My name is Wacky. I am your host under our media brand, PewCast. I'm also the co-founder of a manga NFT project called Half-Life. I'm in London. It is absolutely freezing. And today we've got a very special guest leading innovation tech, bridging music, physicals, NFT, metaverse, and dark magic. My co-host, the man, the legend. He's the Dwayne Johnson, the rock of Asia. He's getting ready for Chinese New Year's this Sunday. His name, Puke Rainbow. <laughs> How are you doing, brother? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So guys, the Asia Web3 motherfuckers is just to design to unwrap Asia NFT scene, being a motherfucker in Web3 and smoking hopium. I'm Puke, representing the Rock Radio family, and our mission is simple. To discuss the latest NFT news update, review case study, bring up Asia projects, but, but, most important, you know, to be the forefront at any DGEN play to make some money. So, you know what? Let before we start, let's just briefly cover some of the market insights because you know, market is pumping, things are getting green, Chinese New is coming. So I'm pretty excited to see like you know, things are actually moving in this current market. So just the crypto market, right now the global market cap is around nine hundred and ninety-six billion dollars. All right. And Ethereum is hovering around thousand five and uh, BTC is 
20,700. Seoul is at 20 USD. And ApeCoin is a little bit slightly below 5 USD. So I want to cover a little bit in terms of what is happening in the NFT market because you know what? Every day we have so much things happening. And bro, you mentioned about Rock Radio and I want to say this. Guys, Rock Radio has started to launch like today they will launch this thing called listen to earn so wacky do me a favor help me to pin the post on top of it and you know what oh yeah, yeah, yeah. um guys um even you know the team from bobot you guys are free to chime in to give your knowledge on the topic so just a little bit intro on you know what listen to earn is like you know in NFT world, it's always going to be about how we want to incentivize people to join, right? Because right now in the market, let's be honest, if you don't incentivize people to do something, they will never do it. Like like last time, you know, if you love it, you share it. Right now, we said, you know what? You actually get whitelist if you share it. And then all of a sudden, everybody just run and go and share, share it, right? So listen to it is this, like, you know, you've been, we've been listening to Twitter spaces, you know, people here has been listening to Twitter spaces just investing their time in. And right now is the best time you say, you know what? I'm giving value in by listening to Twitter Spaces. How about you provide me value back? And so listen to earn is a way, for example, you're listening, you know, you share, you like, you tweet, and you can get rock token. Isn't that great, Reggie? So it's interesting actually how you, you, you put it like this, where you were saying, I'm giving you guys value by listening to you guys. And then as a result, you know, you guys give value back, which technically they're giving value back with the content. But as you say, the whole Web3 economy is completely different. Everybody's so used to getting paid to do stuff now that um, I, I think it's interesting. I was just listening. We were just talking about this. And, you know, shout out to, again, Rug Radio, because running a token is not an easy feat. So it will be very interesting to see how the tokenomics of all of this works and how it's going to impact the token price long-term. I mean, look, the, the team has surrounded themselves with all the best experts in the, in, um, in the industry. So I'm really looking forward to this. And just to give you guys a little bit of a benchmark, you can basically earn, to, earn, earn rug in three different ways. You can like, and that's one rug, um, Max one likes per day. Yeah, so it's max one like a day, max one retweet a day, and max one hashtag a day. And it's all retweet one rug, like one rug, and hashtag one rug, one rug as well. And basically, it's maximum three per day for Twitter engagement. So, you know, it's not like completely open to farming. You can't just spend your whole day and make millions of dollars doing this. But it's a nice <laughs> little incentive to be there and contribute to the economy. Yep. And even you guys here, right? You we have been doing Asia Web3 motherfuckers last year for like probably a month and then now we are back in, you know, getting best projects coming to talk to you directly. So, you know, in order for us to reward you back, this is something or an ecosystem that you can check it out. All right. So next up to the next news, bro. Remember I told you about like, you know, seed phrase actually uh, gave away his punk not to say gave away but exchanged his punk because he wanted to have three plots of land in wolf game near the water right and bro, yeah he he, he, did he bartered it he probably bartered it yeah he, he bartered it and you know what i mean it's like the proper trading now is like hey i've got a stick i've got a stick you've got a rock you want my rock well then I, i'll give me your stick that's exactly what's going on at the moment in the <laughs> nft space yeah and just not only that like Right now, he traded his second punk for another pot of land. 
So, and then people show screenshot like in the chat room, you know, people said, hey, I have this plot, do you want? And then he put the, the heart emoji. So it seems like, you know, he's been trading his punk to get like the best deal. I'm not too sure is it, is it a marketing strategy? Is it just some gimmicks he's trying to do? But it's really interesting if you guys are in both game. So same thing. I was looking at it and it seems like the man isn't done, which also leads to a little bit of, I think he might have to be careful depending on how aggressive he is because if all of a sudden he owns all of the resources, then it might completely deter the rest of the people to play the game because he will be <laughs> the, you know, the omnipotent landlord of the whole of Wolf Game, uh, Wolf Game game. Um, but it is fascinating to see that people in there with just a few ETH by playing a game you're able to make. I mean, shit, a CryptoPunk, what, what's the floor on CryptoPunk? 65 or something like this? That's, I mean, right now, with well, that's $100,000. It's $100,000. Those guys have just been making $100,000 by playing video games. It's just fascinating. And this is where I think it's, as you say, whether it's for marketing or not, it's, it's, a, great, it's a great push for NFTs at the moment and for NFT games. Yeah, 100%. Like, I, I love what you say, right? He cannot be just a king because then he eliminates everybody and then in the end, the whole game is just played by him, right? But I I've have yeah, a feeling exactly. like this is some sort like an investment. Remember when we talk about like CryptoPunk wasn't worth anything and people would just mint it for 100 and keep it for like, you know, two, three years before the floor price pump? Maybe this is the, the same gameplay that he's trying to do and you know what? Maybe it eventually pays out because he had tons of punk right and just you know putting three punks if according to him the price that he minted is super cheap so maybe three years from now wolf game become a blue chip and then you know what it's just all of a sudden just you know just explode and that he can get back his profit bro yeah it's a great position to be in i mean shit can you imagine having minted all those crypto punks and you're just sitting on this wealth of Money. Well, you could actually just sell it, but then the problem is taxes, right? So I get the feel that that's exactly what he's doing because I was hearing about the very first, what well, the idea is that the long-term uh, rewards, the long-term benefits that you get from those lands are way greater than the CryptoPunks at the moment. So that's definitely his, his play. He's definitely a long-term person. It's great. It's fascinating. I think it's awesome for the NFT space. I, I'm, I'm excited about this. Yep, yep. And so, guys, you know, let just let us go to Hopium discussion, all right? So today we have our guests. We have Eunice. We have BotBot. We also have the founder, Awaken. You guys are on stage. Um, how are you guys doing? Hey, guys. I'm doing great. This is Ken. You can call me Awaken or Ken. Nice to meet you guys. Hey, everyone. This is Eunice. How are you doing, Awaken? Uh, nice to meet you guys, too. Hello, Eunice. How are you? Welcome. Welcome to the show. Yep. And so, you know, usually when we start the show, we just want to give a little, you know, market insights, market updates on what's happening. And right now we want to dive down into a discussion. So the Hopium discussion is basically what we feel that your project is steering towards. And that is why, you know, we have a few good questions that, you know, is just how we want to, you know, talk to you guys and try to understand where you're coming from. So the first question is this, like, what's the potential of physical assets tied to NFTs? Awaken, over, over to you or if you want us to start. Uh, I can start, yes. Uh, so what we're seeing this is, uh, so like uh, a physical limited edition collectible that's tied to NFT. Uh, it's like, NFT is like a, 
the way we we structured it is like the NFT is a digital art. That's like a, a like you can see it as like a digital skin of the physical product. So as the product uh both both pro uh like brand and the Nebula product line expands, there will be more product this type of like tech collectible ish uh product that we are trying to produce like uh different differentiate from the major uh tech products on the market uh that's what we are trying to build so when we pump out uh, more and more of these type of products in the uh to the market in the future these type of uh, the nft the digital skins those will be limited to uh each of the like the collection we release so we are trying to have the nft being a rarer a collectible over the physical collectible you can see it that way and also uh, we ties the nft as a pre-sale right to the physical product so uh so before nft was available the only like pre-sale rights you can get for any kinds of collectible is like web 2 base you you purchase the pre like you gave out the money you earn the pre-sale right but like you can not do anything about it right and the way we uh, see and how to we leverage the the web3 and uh, the nft as the token to redeem the physical product so our nft have will have like two different state which is like before you redeem the physical product it will remain at the as a mystery box as a state one uh state like the first state and once you redeem the physical product, uh, the mystery box will unbox and reveal to your final NFT collection, which includes the digital art and also allows you to, to meet, uh, redeem the physical or like the final physical product. So that way, the, the, uh, so when you unbox the mystery box, the, the NFT will transfer to state two, which uh, differentiate from like the two state of the NFT. So allows people to uh, trade the pre-sale right by uh, backing the product uh, or the uh, like the physical product that you you love or the project. Okay. Eunice, I see that you have unmuted. You want to add a little something? Yeah, to? I would just quickly add one or two points. Like the way we are doing our project is more hoping to create a playbook, um, kind of help to find a new avenue essentially to distribute um, physical products from a very traditional D2C perspective, but also um, finding a new playbook for how NFTs can add more utilities and how they can be used um, in coordination with like physical products. And, um, and that's more like um, what we are trying to do with our project Nebula. And then Nebula is our first um, product developed by Boboat. So it's actually, as you guys are talking about the physical aspect, obviously tied to NFTs, we've thought a lot about, we, we've talked a lot about, I think, NFTs allowing holders to then maybe burn their NFT and get a physical copy of a particular art piece. But in your case, we're talking about a physical device right which is is a speaker and i'm as you guys were speaking i was i was debating i was like wait a second as you sell the pre-sale right to the to the device they actually if if you guys are able to build almost the same type of crazy hype than some of the nft project do those people might actually be able to sell that nft 
for a higher price than the actual price of the device because you know you might only have a limited edition at the beginning or a very few versions so it's it brings in all sorts of very interesting aspects gamified aspects even within the world of physical devices yeah yeah, yeah. i would say like the layer one would be like um as a holder you purchase you maintain an nft and then you get you have the option to redeem a physical product and then also at the same time you also have the option not to redeem it just keep it or trade it but even after you redeem the actual physical product when the actual art um collectible is reviewed from the mystery box, then you also have two options, keep it or like trade um, the specific NFT that you own for a different version or like swap with your friend. So there are a lot of um, different options at different stages in this project. Yep. And I just want to touch a little bit more in terms of like, you know what, right now we we be seeing, for example, like if a if a NFT project don't even have any physical assets, right? And then what happens if like, you know, when when the when the holders purchase an NFT, immediately they will be like, you know what? Uh, if the price goes up, I'm happy. If the price goes down, I'm not happy, right? But when it links to a physical asset and you can actually claim the asset, it's a little bit different right now because you actually see like you know um, something that you can touch, you can feel right in front of you. And even if the you know the NFT goes up and down, you feel valuable, right? Because that whole product is already in your hand and you're using it. And well, if the price goes up, then it's good. So I'm seeing in a way that like um Wacky, we we've been talking actually the past two days about like, you know, um having, you know, digital assets. Um, you know, now it's talking about, you know, physical assets linked to NFTs. And I just see a huge potential in terms of, you know what, this will actually bring true values to holders and not just, you know, holders keep on just hoping for the floor price to go up. It's actually shifting their focus in terms of gaining value in t- like having the physical item. What do you think? 100%. You know, as, a, as we were talking about all this, I was just, my mind started racing and I said, okay, yes, NFTs are great for companies because it gives them, it really does give them a way to further engage with their audience, right? Before there was absolutely no way you, you made one sale, but there wasn't really an easy way for you to keep engaging with your audience. You have an email and you say, Hey, I'm giving you a discount. Thank you very much for your purchase. You have a next a discount for your next, uh, for your next purchase. But then again, it's on you again to spend more money. Whereas now it really is on the businesses to keep their audience and to keep their interested and also with the ability to provide perks. I mean, so many businesses have so many perks and so many arrangements with um, all sorts of other types of either similar uh, industries. So if you're within the closing uh, system, then you could probably get discounts, I'm sure with other brands, other participating brands. But if you're in the music business, you could get access to concerts and tickets and besides, you know, behind the curtains type of events, which you would never get access to otherwise. And I think that's really where NFTs are revolutionizing the whole industry and the brands, the, the companies that are realizing this, the sooner they realize this, they are the ones that will be leading the way and paving the way to for 2023, 2024 and the next, uh, the future generations effectively. Yeah, like even if you look at, for example, just say we talk about BAYC, right? Because they are huge in the market. And because, you know, every year they are doing APEFEST and APEFEST is just getting bigger and bigger, right? So in terms of, you know, what 
instead of just holding, holding, having that that you know um, the digital assets, now I'm able to go, for example, in real life event meetups, having, for example, merch, uh, you know, um, toys and stuff like that. All those kind of like add value to it. So it leads me to the next question: like, how do we see, for example, the value of the NFT once the physical asset is already claimed? Uh, so, like, I wanted to add a couple of things, like the. The reason, as you mentioned, like the reason why we decide to use Web3 community as a like the initial uh, funding group for the for the Bobo brand and where we start is because of the community, as you said. And we actually develop like we we try to build a new type of digital product, so it's not only physical but at, at the same time digital. So these all the digital asset that we built will not only exist as like uh, like pixels uh uh like as images we are actually building like ar experience of the nfts so all the nft will be available for our community to play with it to like front in the social media as ar lenses as the first stage and our lo- longer vision for that is to have uh, all the ar experience built into the AR glasses. So this uh, Nebula speaker that uh, the the holder redeemed, the Nebula speaker will be able to communicate with the AR glasses and you can use the AR glasses to interact with it, like change songs, to even have like a music uh, visualization experience embedded also into the AR glasses. So that's one utility of it. And the second uh, is like the collectible aspect of the nft so the uh, like as i said earlier the, the we will keep pumping out more nebula speaker through a uh, different distribution channel with like web2 distribution channel direct to consumer as the collectors gets like the community gets bigger and bigger and there will be more speaker for people to purchase but these uh digital asset collectibles the nfts they will be limited to this initial job so the people who wanted to get this original collection, they will have to search like on the blockchain to get it. That's where the the longer long term value of this NFT that we are seeing is the the collectible aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah, and I just want to go back to your earlier point, Rimbo. Like a lot of those um, blue chip NFT projects, such as BAYC, um, during ApeFest, people line up like three hours, four hours to get one T-shirt, to get one hat. It's because essentially the Babes IP is adding value to those merch. Otherwise, those merch people are not interested in that, right? But for us, the perspective is a little bit different because the value of our NFT, of our um, collectibles is actually driven by the physical product. And because we have a long-term plan of expanding our product line, expanding how those um, digital, uh, physical and digital products are combined together. So the, in that way, like how our project is going to add value is a little bit different from how a lot of other existing projects are um, using merch as one way to engage their um, audience. So, okay, I mean, look, we're, we're on board. I, I want to know more. I got to say, I was looking at the uh, at you guys' website, at what you're doing, at the speaker. T- tell us more. You, um, you know, Awaken, you've, you've given us a little bit of a, 
a view into the future there as to what people will be able to do, which I got to say sound so fascinating and so revolutionary. It, it's one of those things when if you had been in the 50s and you were telling people that they would have cell phones, they would look at you be like completely nuts and you would be actually in an asylum asylum house. But I, I get we're almost in, in a similar fashion there. So can you maybe talk about Bolt, uh, where the idea came from, what it is? Just give us a little bit of an overview. Oh, so, okay. Uh... So a little bit background about myself is I have been working in the consumer electronics uh, industry for like quite a long time. And I have worked on like smartphones industry and robotics at, uh, around the uh, Bay Area. So I know like in like you guys also know about like, like Apple is releasing their uh, AR glasses uh, this coming year. And there, there's like a huge trend that AR and VR glasses is gonna be a like the dominant like uh, computing platform for the next generation, and we see that trend. And so for both both, we are trying to build a XR compatible device. That's the long term goal. So every product that we are going to pump out is able to communicate. So it's not like it's just a device by itself. It will be able to talk to the AI glasses AR glasses communicate to enhance the product experience whether it's through like nft is like uh like the first stage is like it looks different so all, all the product will have like multiple digital skins displayed over the product and that's stage one and stage two you will be able to control adding functions but for example if i put on the ar glasses i can use gesture control like to communicate uh using glasses to like swap songs, uh, hitting on like, like this songs or pause, or even like swapping different uh, visuals that help uh, enhance the listening experience uh, of the speaker, stuff like that. All right. So I'm getting a little bit confused here right now. Like when I look at the videos, uh, I just want to know, is the speaker or the physical speaker going to look exactly like the video? Yes, yeah. this is shot by the physical prototype that we built. Uh, this is like the first part of that that's ex that we built like six, seven months uh, ago. So it has been iterated uh, quite a lot since then. So, um, but uh, our the ex our physical product will be look exactly like that, if not even better. Yeah, there's Damn. no like rendering or CGI in that video. Everything is <laughs> actual. All right, if, you know, you know what, you know what, uh, you know. Despite we talking about you know NFT tying to physical assets, but bro, if you are selling this exact speaker in the web too, um, at a store nearby, I would actually just get it because it looks super cool. And I just to know like the liquid inside the speaker is it like you know because of the beat that is playing, it will kind of like shake and change its movement. Exactly. Yeah, it's dark magic. Yes. So it's it's a uh, liquid magnet that we use uh, like algorithm and like a custom built mag uh, electromagnet behind it to pump the uh, uh, to have the like the liquid fluid dance with the beat, basically. <sighs> Damn, you 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 making me want it. Like if if you guys know me and Wacky can detest to this, right? Like I am a huge music person. Like the first thing when I wake up in the morning is to switch on the music, and then I've just like play music my whole life. So 
if you are telling me that speaker looks exactly like the one that I'm going to get, it looks super cool. So now tell me, like, you know, we have the speakers, you know, once the NFT, we, we get it, we claim the physical assets is here right now. How does it correlate to the AR glasses that you were talking about? Um, this is uh, like the long-term vision that we built. So the whole uh, speaker is built out as a modular system. So um, we will like uh, disclose more detail about it. Uh, so how the speaker was structured. So it basically has different modules, like the front module includes the fair, like the liquid magnet, the display module, and the orange cone is basically the speaker module. The top, mo there's also a top module where it has all the controls the UIs where it sits, and the bottom module is where the motherboard sits. So as we as the plot product line uh, like keep iterating, like we will pump, like we will provide the customers with uh, a, a upgradable module to have this speaker. So uh, at the first stage, it will be a Bluetooth speaker. Then later on, we will uh, have it uh, be upgradable to a smart home speaker which you can like as siri talks the like the fluid will talks as uh siri talks basically or like google assistant stuff like that and just as like how a speaker can communicate with your cell phone and see you can see like the future ar glasses is like a cell phone device it's basically a cell phone but it has like all the ui built into your lenses rather than a display so the technology is there already, but we are just waiting for the the next game changer AR glasses to be available. And we will use that platform to build all our apps for the speaker on that platform, what, whatever is the dominant platform that's coming out. Likely it's like our first trial, it will be the Apple uh, XR glasses that's coming out this year. Yeah, and I just want to quickly chime in um, um, with this speaker. The ferro fluid is originally like invented by NASA to transport fuel in the space. So now we are using it here as a music visualizer. And what we've been hearing is a lot of people in the music industry, it's really helpful or like even inspiring when they are able to visualize it, visualize the music and the beat, the rhythm they are creating. So something that we're also trying to do is work with people in the music industry to see how our speaker can create value in that domain. And um, like our team, like Ken and I, uh, we, we're also both like really into music. I have like a lot of different speakers sitting on my desk at home. So that's definitely something got us interested in the first place we have this product idea we want to get this out and then a lot of other things come just come um, along this way so i'm also like happy this to fact. answer any more question or like share more inspiration behind the speaker this is fascinating what you say in terms of the artist obviously interested as well to see how their music translates uh -huh. into into the fluid moving and you know, okay, so I'm really expanding here, but you know how NFTs, you had NFTs of, for example, the very first tweet that was made um, by the founder of Twitter. Then you've got NFTs of people that are basically branding their, their articles, right? And I'm just, I'm just thinking now, expanding really into the future where artists would be playing live in concert 
and then having this fluid in it at the back, for example, moving in all sorts of different directions. And then those could be recorded as particular NFTs because they would be unique of that particular event for that specific music and the particular crowd that was there. I mean, the, the world is is our oyster in terms of what we can do now with this new technology. It's it's really fascinating. So you were saying, you know, you want to, you're happy to answer it, uh, questions in terms of the design. So tell us more. I mean, it, it's fascinating and how you guys came across that fluid. Just what was the inspiration for designing the speaker the way you did? Yeah. So absolutely. Like, as as you're, you're saying, like the fluid, like every time even playing that, the, like the same music, every time it, like the fluid movement might be different because it, it, it is so complex down to the like the every like, like when the 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 electro magnet behind it when when it moves, starts to move, yeah, all the movement has to depends on like what's the current state of the fluid in the front actually is. So every time, even the music is same, the movement might be different every single time. So it's a great way to create a like a music NFT with a a visuals that's super unique for the sound, uh, the, for the 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 music that's playing at the behind. Uh, so let me go down to like how how this idea was came across so uh if you guys know about how speaker drives works it's basically a uh, in a speaker drive there is like a permanent magnet in the in behind and uh the speaker cone is basically a paper a paper like film with like uh like copper coil that wires onto the paper that makes it into an electromagnet and when the this like music signal goes through the coil. It start to uh, have the electromagnet in the front react to the permanent magnet in the back. So as I I uh, was discovering about ferrofluid, it got me to think: What if I have a permanent? I have the a stabled big electromagnet sitting in the back and having the permanent magnet becomes the, a liquid magnet. You know what I mean? So it's basically a, a reverse of a speaker drive. That's how the inspiration of this speaker was came up, uh, come up with. So it's basically like a reverse of a speaker drive. And, uh, and like, uh, as Eunice was mentioned, uh, so the Fairfield was initially invented by NASA, like back into the space program. And I was so, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that since, ever since I was a kid. And the Sp Space Shuttle program was such an iconic program that every people had, like as a kid, you just have that orange gas con uh, like gas tank thing embedded in your mind the whole time. So I was just taking that as inspiration uh, when I was building this speaker. So, and uh, the whole like Space Shuttle program was built to be modular because they want to have the space shuttle be reused every single time again and again to reduce the cost. So like the host Nebula speaker is basically built up on the same idea of making it into a modular system, which we can take out every chunk of the modular. Like we can have like this, like that's what we are planning to do future on is to have each different modules being taken out, customize it, collaborate with different artists with different community um, to have whatever color they want whatever shape they want and put it plant it back uh, that's what we can do in our assembly line is to have like each 
different modules being customized into different colors, uh, painted differently. And the digital part of collaboration is just gonna get even crazier because like there's almost no limit uh, on the digital end. Yeah, and I love it how you know you are just g- going on a deep dive into um, not just NFT but how a speaker works, and it's definitely great because like right now, you, you know, even in the Web three, every time when we look at, for example, projects, you know, digital assets and stuff like that, it's always going to be about experience, right? Like why Metaverse blew up is because of this thing that people just want to experience something new, and if that experience actually gives them a kind of thinking that hey. This is something good. I love this experience. Then you know it keeps giving and what and letting people wanting to know more, right? Or wanting to experience it again. And because of you know your your project, I I can see in a way that it's not just uh selling a speaker. Like if you are, for example, in a web two company, it's always going to be about all right. This speaker feels great, and you you try it out. You know it, it listens good. They got good bass, good treble, and that's it. You purchase it and then you listen to your music and it ends there, right? But when you are coming into the Web3 world, it's always going to be about how can you experience the music. And I like it how, you know, it's not just a speaker, but it actually links like your future plan is going to be linking towards, for example, AI, AR glasses, um, you know, how, how actually like the magnetic modular or the magnetic field that you're talking about, how it actually gives you or enhance the experience. So maybe you can talk a little bit about like, in in terms of the industry that you choose, obviously it's going to be music, right? And mm-hmm. music NFT right now is huge. So I can see like this company or bot bot in a way it add value to the music NFTs. And so maybe you can just share with me like the long term vision of your project. So right now, for example, you launch your speakers. Then what is after that? So uh, first, I wanna uh, say yeah that that's absolutely what we are trying to do and because uh, I'm uh, like also a heavy user on uh, AR VR goggles so I use them like within like while I'm designing and one thing that I love about it is like there's already a lot of like amazing music visualization experience built into the like for example the VR chat app stuff like that there's a lot of like music room being created already in this AR like VR devices so uh one thing that we like love about it is like how it's gonna be able to empower this device so we will basically build this ar vr music room uh around the the nebula speaker so once you put on to the ar glasses you will not only see like music react to the ferrous wood like the liquid magnet but there will be also digital experience that start to like really help like an immersive experience that's around the whole environment around the speaker that's one stage and so uh for both both we are just gonna keep like building on like devices like that that can talk to the uh, ar vr glasses and nebula will be focusing on music but there will be uh so many different fields that we can touch down uh, stuff like gaming, um, there's like keyboard, mouse, like something uh, I can say right now, because like if you put onto a, v- a-, a VR glasses, you basically cannot see your, your keyboards. You cannot see your mouse. So we will be able to build a mouse or keyboard that's be able to recognize by the AI and VR glasses. 
So you can still like use your those devices as what they intended to do. You don't need to like try to identify where they are. They will be able be able to pick up by the glasses already. And the we we sorry sorry keep going. I thought you were done. Oh、uh, yeah yeah, and also like there are so uh there will be like more and more um like uh factories that will. We will be working on to help to make their like once the like this basically an internet of things you can think it that way, and which means like the uh AR VR glasses will be uh the key computing platform where you can use that to talk to,、uh, like to control whatever uh home appliance uh devices that you got at home for example microwave uh. Like a、uh, air purifier, everything could be able to controlled and、uh, used through your glasses, stuff like that. Yeah, I think something like in the near term、um, is we want to focus on Project Nebula, and as we briefly mentioned, like we love to work more with people from the music background, so we can like. Um, create new iteration of this product.、Um, thinking about like the new features that people might find valuable,、um, and you know, just like really figure out how the speaker is changing, like helping with、um, music listening experience, like music visualizations through NFTs, through the physical organic material, and also like how it's helping with like web three music sector. So I was about to say we need more projects like this coming into the NFT space. I mean, I'm a huge fan of of space and universe and the possibilities that are out there, and the, the fact that you guys are kind of bringing this technology from NASA into something that is very common to everyone, which is music. Right? Everybody loves music. Everybody listens to music. It makes it so much more exciting and and so much more interesting as well from an NFT perspective. Now, my question is. How scalable is all this? As in, are you guys? When are you guys going to be in a position to maybe make one of this big nebula or big liquid、uh, setup there? Because interestingly enough, Puke and I are kind of linked up with a record label, and I'm just thinking, I'm like Puke, I'm thinking outside the box here, but maybe we could organize something that would be like a one of a kind type of event with. Nebula at the back there, a whole. You know what I mean. I'm I'm just thinking like new <laughs> possibilities right now. Yeah, be- because the thing is this: like, like if you talk about music, then it's endless. Like you know, you have the tech side, which is for example, like、uh, Bobo, right? Which is creating Nebula, the speaker, and then you have for music NFT the other side, which is the artist, right? And then you have the events and the concert. So it's just whole how you be going to enhance, you know,、um, the whole listening experience. And if you can do that, like you can cross the dot between, for example, talented artists,、uh, you know, singing the music, and then because of like their whole, for example, if they are EDM artists, right, and then you give that whole experience through Nebula using AR glasses, you actually experience music. Like it's not listening anymore; it's like watching and listening at the same time. Then I think that is a huge potential as well. Like. Sign me up. I want to be. Do you have you have you ever listened to a music whereby um you know, the the music on how they control it, it actually uh when you 
wear a earphones, for example, right? And then you play the music. The music actually shifts from your right ear to your left ear. Have you experienced yeah. that? Yes, by bi- the binaural, the binaural stuff. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. It's fascinating, yeah? right? And when you even look at, for example, so I, I told you guys before, right? Like I'm huge in terms of music, and I use this headphone called Nuro, Nura phones. So basically, oh, you have one of them? Yeah, bro. <laughs> So, do they work for you? Yeah, they don't work for you, bro. <laughs> no, no, they they do actually. You really feel you really hear the difference. Yeah. So it's the same thing, right? Like neurophones, basically, like in terms of like the music, how you personalize. Because trust me, everybody everybody listens music in a different way. Like for the same song, for Wacky, you know, he's a guy that sings in the shower, so he's definitely gonna turn the bass down and the treble up. <laughs> Like for me, I'm more towards a bass guy, so I'm gonna turn the treble down and the bass up. So for for neurophones, basically, it kinds of like you know uh, adapt in a way that you want to learn music on how you listen to it. So I'm just thinking like it's Bobo or you know Nebula, the a product that is you know personalized. You can custom in terms of your own liking. Correct. That's also the other benefit of the modular design because it's almost like it's built for customization. Like what we are also. Um, planning to release following the first project is like we want to work with other IPs or artists or communities for special version of Bobot. So just think about it as like we have um, like rock radios signature um, graphic on the speaker. That's one way of the interpretation. There are obviously more ways we can do this. So no, seriously, how how scalable is it? Would you guys be able to put a big installation there at a concert? Is this something that have you guys even thought about this before, or is it in the works? Like yeah. I, I'd be I'd be super interested because if you can, then we need to have a chat to organize something. Yeah. There. So the funny story is like I think it was last summer, the summer before when we were more like developing this product. I was like. Um, I, I was at Brooklyn Mirage one night and I was basically there enjoying the music and I texted Ken, like, I was asking, can we make a super big um, Fairfoot speaker so people, like, on stage can use? The answer is definitely yes. Go. The technology is there. The technical aspects are all possible to make. But the real problem is, so this is one installation. Like, what, how are we going to implement this? Is this something as like commercialized opportunity or is this more on the artistic installation so that we yet to figure out for that one use case but what we figured out is so everyone would probably enjoy a music uh, a tech art piece that plays music at home right so that's why how nebula comes along guys guys just plug it into it fast that's it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah if you guys can can line up with them and have it there poof, you will, it will be a huge success so look give us i mean you've really opened our minds there piqued our interest uh tell us everything about timing the main i mean i'm hoping you're gonna say yeah you guys can mint for 0.1 ETH, and then you will get the speaker delivered to you but i anticipate that may not be the case but t- tell us more about what um you know day dates and roadmap here for so that everyone that is interested to get involved yeah. know what to do yeah sure so the first collection here is gonna be limited to 3333 pieces and then we um, our plan is to have the official means um, by end of Q1 so that we are able to, it, so that the date will be closer to the actual um, physical product redemption day that we're anticipating in Q2. 
Q2 because we want to like really limit the days between the mint day and the physical product redemption day. And the price will be um, disclosed as we're approaching the official mint day just because uh, we want to provide better price based on the market condition. And we are really trying our best with, our, with the industrial design to um, cut down the cost and to really just sell at break-even point. And it's going to be a tiered um, structure where um, like, it's almost like if you mean early, when the supply still lasts, if the specific tier is also out, then we will go to the next tier, which will be slightly higher price than the previous tier. But one thing we can make sure is all the um, price here with like all the price here will be much lower than the retail price if we are just selling it through the traditional D2C channels. Uh, amazing. And are you going to have rare ones that will be signed by Buzz Aldrin and, and everybody else that worked on the moon or <laughs> something like this? <laughs> I mean, we can work on that. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine? <laughs> well, well, yeah, the other thing connected. is... Yeah, yeah, Wacky, you are good at throwing people <laughs> off. Like just now when she talked about like the price, I, I give a sad face and I can sense like she's like, she's trying to keep it in. But you you are good at throwing people off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's coming from NASA. I mean, it would be so cool I'm, because I'm also thinking, will there be a concept? I guess the, the, the more serious question, will there be a concept of, of rarity or not really? I mean, it is a lot more difficult to add that level of, uh, rarity because then you would have to be like okay this one was maybe maybe either signed by someone special or the design of this one is by some famous designer um well is this something you guys are going to do or or not and i mean because that's like extra work i gotta say no not, not necessarily yeah, i would say the physical batch like all the original collection will be like all the 3333 will stay the same and there will be 11 different uh digital version on the NFTs. So that will be only limited to this drop so people cannot purchase it. Like even when we are cool. selling the speaker onto like through the D2C market, they, they will be they won't be able to get the this iteration that uh our first original like NFT holders are able to get. Amazing, amazing. All right. Well, I mean, it's fascinating. I gotta say, Puke, do you have any any other questions uh, for Bobo? Bo? No, I'm I'm good, man. I'm I'm ready to actually see the product, and you know, because it's always excite exciting to see like new products, new technology, and innovation. And I'm huge in music, like I said, for the thousand times, right? So it's um it's pretty interesting <laughs> to see like you know what bringing physical like not just buying an NFT, but actually having it tied to physical assets. And once you know you get that. And there's so many things you can do with the, the NFT, right? Like, you know, for example, you can play, uh, you can burn it. Uh, once you claim it, you can burn it to get other stuff and things like that. So I, I'm looking at in long term, this kind of concept, it will last longer because you actually have a product and people feel value in terms of once they receive it. I mean, man, just imagine, you, you just imagine like thousands of people gathering, getting the product, posting reviews, uh, posting it online, making other people FOMO. These are all the things that will actually bring more traffic to the project to, you know, last even longer. So I'm, I'm good. I, I got to say, good, 
I, I got to say, Eunice saying, you know, we want to reduce the time between the minting of the NFT and the delivery of the product was music to my ear, pun intended. But I was like, oh, yeah, because this is just like Christmas. You're like, hey, you know, there's a present there and it's waiting for you, but you can't touch it all this time. So, you know, very much, <laughs> very much looking forward to what you guys come out with. Um, it is we definitely need more projects like this. It really going open um, to open our minds and lead the way to future innovation. Guys, uh, amazing stuff. We'll definitely keep uh, keep an eye on Bobo. Looking forward to to what you guys. Good luck with everything, and thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, today. thank you so much. Very happy to be here. I do have one question, though. Like, what speakers do you guys use at home? Yeah. <laughs> um, Puke. Uh, what do you use? Uh, BNO. BNO. Which one? Which model? Which one? I'm not too sure which one. Wait, wait. Let, let me check it out. Oh, she's on to you. You're like, you're, you're like hey, a huge music fan. Which model are you using? I will tell you what I use. I've got a name. Have you heard of name? it? It's a name. Yeah, I think it's a UK. Uh, I think it's a UK design, but uh, N-A-I-M. Um, the, my, my previous partner, she, she was huge into music and I was looking into the, the silly Sonos to start with. Oh, she's like, this yeah, is I shit. Know this is going to be absolute yeah. So I've got uh, I've got a name, yeah. Got you. I really like the control module um, of name. Like you can like turn it around for um, volume and touch screen for the functions, right? Yeah, it's it's super slick. I mean, it, it's almost yep. like a, a Tesla. It's literally just metal and then one dial, and that's Good it. Taste. Okay, okay. I, I I found it. I found it. A nine. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I was A9. about to guess A9. <laughs> that, that, that guy that stands at the side of your, your house and when you play it, the whole house can listen. So that's it. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right. All right, Reki, do the outro and let's go. Thank you for joining us. It was Asia Web3 Motherfuckers signing out. <laughs> Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, Bobo. Bye.